0: All right. So this is Mr. Jeb Burton, professional race car driver and building his own legacy. So first off, do you want to give us a rundown of your past and what you'll be doing in 2018?
1: Well, um, I started racing at, um, uh, a pretty young age racing go karts. And then I moved to late models and, um, had some success there. And then, um, the, uh, camper world truck series and, uh, had a good first five races in 2012 and then i got lucky enough to find a sponsor and we raced full-time in 2013 won some races got a bunch of poles and finished fifth in points and then after that year um had some bad luck and nothing of our uh, doing but we'd lost a sponsor and uh, you know it's been a struggle since then so i'm back with a really good team at richard Childress racing for this year for right now for three races we're working really hard to try to find some more funding to uh to run some more um so uh, we're still working hard on that but really excited to get back and uh, good good equipment and competitive car and hopefully we can go contend for races
0: so if you're racing three races in the next year i imagine the primary goal is for you is to go out win those three races as well as get some points for the owner's championship yeah that's the that's the goal you know really
1: the goal is just run competitively um, run top five is really the the goal and just have a shot to win um you want to go you want to win every race but um you know that that's our goal is top five um and, and have a shot to win um is is a realistic goal and i think we can do that every week and I just gotta be on the top of my game and the team's gotta be on top of theirs. bringing the right stuff to the track and I think
0: they'll do that, so I'm excited. Right. And I imagine so. That's gotta be very exciting to be able to jump back in the seat. Um, what three races are you running this year? Do you know what tracks yet or?
1: Um, I don't I don't think we've announced that yet. I do know my first race will be Richmond. Um, okay. And two we're still we're still working on it all right now, but I'm, I do know my first race will be Richmond.
0: Right, and you're from Virginia as well, so that's got to be exciting.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, it's kind of a hometown hometown track Uh Richmond. I've never, uh, never really ran that good at Richmond, but um, you know, I've never been in type of equipment like this either uh, going to Richmond, so um, I'm really excited. I think this is one of... RCR's best track is rich and actually so it's gonna play right into my hands but um I think uh we'll have a really good car there and uh hope I can do a good job and um you know we can have a really good showing for Estes
0: right exactly uh I believe the cup series last year didn't Kyle Larson win there
1: I don't I can't remember that I, I remember he was fast I don't know if he won but...
0: yeah yeah, so they've got – the Chevys there are always good, and I'm sur- sure RCR has a few tricks up its sleeves. So that'll be – that'll definitely be a race to watch. Wow. Yeah, it'll
1: be be—it'll uh, be a good one. I, th- I think uh, the last time RCR was there in Xfinity, they got the pole and finished third and fifth. So they had a good run last time.
0: And uh, I think you can beat that. Let's see.
1: <laughs> I hope so. hope so.
0: So – I suppose a good question would be if you were to be given the opportunity to drive any car in the cup, what, what team would you go to? Um, what car, what car number, all that, what's your dream car to drive in the cup?
1: Man, that, that's a really tough uh, question. You know, I really like being at Richard shoulders racing. Um, I feel like they got a, a bunch of good things they're working on over there right now. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can do a really good job here in Xfinity and, and I can put myself in the mix um, for uh, those cup rides that are opening up. And, and that's why I decided to do uh, do this um, with Richard Children's Racing was to get back and good equipment and put myself back on the radar. Um, so, you know, right now I'm looking at all the options for sure. Um, so I, I'm not really – I don't really have one. I've got several that that I want, you know, because teams fluctuate. One's in really a good, one, you know, one's not. If you look at Chip Ganassi Racing, four or five years ago they were struggling pretty good, and now uh, they're contender every week. It seems like so, you know, just it's who's hot and who's not that year is, is kind of the way racing works.
0: Right, and I mean the same thing with Furniture Row Racing. Gosh, back when Kurt Busch was with um. That was a team that was just starting out a single car team, you know, struggling to stay afloat, and now here they are a couple years later from the only team from Denver, Colorado, and they're series champions. So it's a uh, it's a crazy sport.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. Me. I mean, what Furniture Row has been able to do is, is crazy. But at the same time, they're getting all get support. They're getting all the cars. They're getting they're getting everything you know Kyle Busch teams has, but they're beating. Gibbs with their own stuff um and I think that has a lot to do with their engineers and and the people they have around there they're really smart um and they're making Martin tricks job really easy
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's yeah he's done a lot with that equipment that that's been given to him and he was almost you know he was almost done with racing at one point and now Here he is, series champion. Got his brother following right in his footsteps. It's like you said. It's it's a crazy sport. (laughs) Yeah, definitely.
1: You know, there you go. That's what I'm trying to do right there. Same thing.
0: Right. Bounce back and win it all.
1: That'd be nice.
0: (laughs) So. You also do a lot outside of NASCAR. I follow you on Instagram, so I see a lot of the the hunting, the uh, converting what you've caught, killed into food, all that. So you also have a TV show as well, correct?
1: Well, it's not a TV. It's more of a social media media show, if you could call it that. Um, It's called The Crossroads. Um, It's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We started about 10 months ago, and it's growing pretty fast. Uh, It's just a bunch of hunting and land management. Definitely not all about just shooting something. Um, You know, just trying to teach people about outdoors and why we do it. And, uh, you know, some people don't understand why why people hunt, um, but we're trying to explain that on there. And, you know, you have to follow it and uh, find out what we're doing.
0: Right, find out how it's more a, a way of life than just than sport.
1: Yeah, that that's right. It, it's definitely not a. Um, it's definitely not about just shooting something. For us, we we have fun and and we hunt and, and we shoot some animals, but uh, we definitely give a lot back more than we take with uh, with land management processes and you know, things we do for the animals. So uh, we have fun, but we also work
0: work like hell when we're not hunting right so i i did remember uh, one thing i wanted to ask about during one race i believe it was last year during um during the race you were in the cop driving the number 23 and you made it on fox sports one for your quote tell that Expletive. I will crash his ass if he does that expletive again. So can we can we get some context for that, please? I i love it. I love the passion behind it, but I I'll admit one of my favorite things is radioactive and just listening to the drivers, heat of the moment, their immediate reactions to somebody else near them.
1: I can't remember the exact um I know that was at New Hampshire, but I don't know what what happened with that? But I'm pretty sure it somebody that was racing not the way I wanted to be raced, and I got a little angry. I think that's what the bottom line um, pulled down to. That was actually two years ago, um, three years ago now. Um, <laughs> so that's why I can't remember who I was mad at. Yeah,
0: I actually went and uh, found a picture of it online of that uh, screen cap off of Fox Sports 1, and right behind you is Landon Castle, so that, that could, I don't,
1: I don't, I don't know, because that could have been a different picture from, uh, I don't, I I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's got, it's got the subtitle of that, but that's funny, because I actually, I've met Landon twice, so he's a, he's a pretty nice guy, but I, I can only imagine what he must have (laughs) done.
1: I don't know if it was landing or not. I I don't I don't remember. I, I I don't I just can't remember that one.
0: Yeah. But hey, you know, it was it was some publicity to you know, I don't think anybody sees those as as bad moments per se. It's just, you know, it's the heat of the moment and when you're driving anywhere from 120 to 200 miles an hour depending on the track, you know, 3 inches away from somebody you're gonna get you're you're pretty on edge, I can imagine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just got so much. You know, when I was driving that that equipment, um, it was already frustrating enough. Um, so you just care so much about what you're doing, and you want to be running better, and the car won't go. You know, it it, it just doesn't got it, and uh, that's that's frustrating as hell um, when you know you can be running fast, leading laps, and winning races, and you're running 30th. Um, it just uh, it takes the breath out of you for sure.
0: Right. And, I mean, that's that's definitely another topic I wanted to cover is the disparity between top-level equipment. You know, you've got, I suppose, they're on my mind, so I just uh, got off the phone with Ray Evernham, But you've got guys at the top, the Hendrick guys, you know, Furniture Row Racing now. RCR you've got those guys and then you've got the teams that are showing up to the track, you know. Uh teams like Sarcom Racing, BK Racing, those guys where you know they they don't have they just don't have the limitless funding that some teams have. So what what are your thoughts on the disparity there because you're you're going now into a team that is at the top and you've started from a team that like we've said was was closer to the bottom with BK racing where they just didn't have the cars to provide the wins.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it's definitely, um, a lot, lot different being with a, uh, big team versus a small team. Um, you know, when you're with a big team, everybody's got the resources, um, to make the equipment go fast and, uh, every, all the teams are struggling to get the funding they need because things are just expensive. Um, but at the same time, you know, when you're with a small team, you don't have the budget, you don't have the people, you don't have the wind tunnel time. I mean, it, it, the list goes on and on of why why you can't be as fast as the uh, the, uh, the big team. So it's definitely a struggle for those small teams.
0: Right. Uh, I actually know of one one small team. I've talked to them, you know, kind of extensively. I don't know how much you know about them. Starcom Racing. Um, they just announced Jeffrey Earnhardt would be driving for them. So, I guess what's your advice to those teams that are sort of just starting out, um, perhaps looking for drivers, but just just starting out, small, and trying to get into the sport. What would what would you have to say to them?
1: Um So is Starcom a brand new team?
0: Yeah they ran Three, four races Last year uh the double zero with Derek Cope and Jeffrey Earnhardt's Going to be driving for them this year with uh VMX Motorsports
1: Got it um Yeah it's tough um With a new team it's going to be really tough Um With uh just getting your feet on the ground i mean it's a tough sport to come into it you know to be frankly honest it just costs too much to to do this stuff now um it just costs a lot you know that's why i'm not racing that much i don't have i don't have funding to race um, as much as i'd like and and a lot of people in that situation and i can't imagine you know if if you're going to start a team with The funding it takes to do that so um, hopefully they have some good sponsors behind them and uh they uh they can do a good job because that's mainly that's what it's all about is having the correct funding uh to get the people and get the resources you need to compete
0: right and you know the the troubling thing is they were they were sponsoring themselves starcom was sponsoring their own car so (laughs) You know, yeah. You know, yeah, you that... reap all the profits but at the same time you take all the risk.
1: Yeah, you know um uh, that uh that usually doesn't work very long um if, if you don't have partners. So hopefully they uh it seems like they got some partners now and hopefully they can um they can keep getting partners because uh you know, that's what the sport needs is is more teams and more partners for sure.
0: Right. I agree fully. And, you know, it seems I've hosted numerous different rate people in the racing world. I've hosted small drivers from Michigan. I've hosted, uh, like I said, Ray Evernham. So I've tried to get the entire spectrum in. But the one common theme that everybody says is, It's so expensive and it's so difficult to get into the sport because if you don't have a sponsor willing to put everything on the line, which not many companies are, you know, to put so much into a sport, you're, you just don't have anything without the sponsors. And it's, it's ridiculously expensive. It's just a common theme that everybody says. And you mentioned it yourself. It's so expensive.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's just it costs it, it's all of that is because of technology um technology is our friend but at the same time it makes things complicated as hell um and without technology and engineers and all this other stuff race cars don't go fast anymore um you know that's just the way it is they're stacking pennies to get these things up you know a centimeter off the ground um and if you're a little bit on the ground too much, then it's not going to run right. Um, so it just, uh, it's tough, man.
0: Yeah. So out of curiosity, what's the process for finding a sponsor? Is it mostly done by the driver? Is it done by the sponsors approaching you or through the team? What's, what's the process there?
1: Um, For me, it's always been driver find a sponsor. Um, nobody's really ever found me anything to be honest uh um huh. you know dad and i have worked our tails off and found our own partners um, that's just that's the kind of way it is now um, and you know i've i've now at being at richard children's race and i feel like um rcr can help me with my partners to grow them so that is um that's one thing that I'm excited about to be at an organization like RCR that that has the power to help, um, and the people on staff to help. So that, that's another tool that I'm going to be trying to use, um, is, is that as
0: well. Huh? That's, that's interesting. I was never sure if it was finding, you know, sponsors come to the driver or vice versa, but well,
1: sometimes, sometimes you might get lucky and a sponsor reach out to you, but man, it, those days are really gone. Um, you know, uh, driver usually signs it all uh, or some, their family member or somebody. That's the way it is now. Um, I mean, if you go through the Xfinity garage, um, there's, there's people that their grandpa created some magic something and they know somebody that uh, that got them some funding. I mean, it, it just the the list goes on and on. of It, it just costs so much money to do it. Um, so you gotta find people like that. I mean, that's just that's the truth of it right now.
0: Right. And um, you mentioned you mentioned earlier, Dad. Um, and I've been I've been trying to find a way to bring it up, but you know. I mentioned earlier the the legacy aspect of it of building your own but gosh i can i can only imagine you know being the son of a daytona 500 champion and (laughs) trying trying to get into that sport where he did so well yeah you know um
1: dad's been able to help me some um with with some partners for sure uh that's been good and um, you know hopefully I can get an opportunity and a good cup card to maybe do some of the things he did, but he won he also won four Xfinity races, so hopefully I can uh start catching up to him
0: uh is there is there a family rivalry there or
1: <laughs> well <laughs> not really um no um, I just would like to be able to. Uh, do what he did. I'd be happy. Uh, not many people have won any NASCAR race. Um, uh, I'd be happy that I've already won a truck race. I. My really goal was to win in all three series. Would be uh, would be pretty cool. That would um, be really cool.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a lot more than, you know, what a lot of people have done. There's some people that'll race for years in the truck series and not get a win. So you know it's pretty incredible um i i imagine you don't know off the top of your head how many starts have you made in the truck series actually i
1: do know that one i think i'm close (laughs) to it i know Um, uh i think it's like 50 53 or something like that
0: wow so yeah that's gosh a little over two years worth of races and getting a win even there is is pretty incredible so congratulations Thank you.
1: Yeah, we, uh, the only reason I knew that because it showed a stat the other day and, and half of, well, a little less than half. It was like 21 of the races we had a top 10. So I thought that was, that was pretty cool that almost half the races were in the top 10.
0: Wow. That's, yeah, that's really something else, actually. Where was that, uh, one win at? Texas. Texas.
1: Should have been Martinsville and Miami, but.
0: They slipped away from. Uh, I I can't even begin to imagine that feeling of being so close to the win and then just it slipping away. Oh man. So Texas, though, wow, that's you mentioned uh, Richmond being a favorite of yours. I believe you mentioned Martinsville being a favorite of yours as well. Um, that's funny though. Texas, a mile and a half.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of success at mile and a half. Um, it just goes back to equipment there, man. Everything's about equipment. Um, (laughs) you know, I mean, it, it just, with, with, without good equipment and the, the equipment comes from people without people, none of it works. If, if you could, if you could, if I could have Richard Childress racing, but without the people, I wouldn't, you don't want it, you know? um i've explained that to to new car owners coming in the sport um you know it's all about people you're only as good as the people you have um and and that's where being with big organizations uh helps because that's where the people are at um so uh i'm excited to, to get going this year i feel like i got really good chance and i got a great team behind me i've been in the shop four or five times already in the last two weeks and um really excited
0: to get going well great we're we're definitely excited to watch i'll be keeping an eye open <laughs> richmond and uh everywhere else
1: <laughs> yeah man hopefully we can find some more partners so we can run some more races
0: agreed so i, I don't want to you know take up too much of your time but i guess the last thing i wanted to ask is what's what's your prediction i always ask everyone what's your prediction for the 2018 <laughs> season i realize it's early um Cars aren't on track yet i can I can tell you um uh, since this will be airing February seventeenth that um Mr Ray everham his prediction his bold prediction was all four hundred cars will win will win a race at some point this year and uh Jimmy Johnson will be in the hunt for the championship so. Do you agree or disagree with that? Uh,
1: so you got Byron, uh, Elliott, at Bowman. Okay, I don't think all uh, I don't think all Hendrick cars will win. I think uh, I think two of them will win. Um, I don't think the other two will win. And then I think Johnson will definitely be in the hunt um, for the championship.
0: What about, uh, other teams? What do you, what are your predictions for, I guess, RCR in the cup?
1: I think RCR will at least win one, uh, one race this year. Hopefully two. Um, that's their goal. I know is to get both of them a win. Uh, but I think, uh, hopefully two of them will win, but I, I definitely think one of them will win. Um, get some good things going on. And I think, uh, I think they'll be good. Um, I think uh, the seventy eight is going to be pretty daggone good too, though.
0: Yeah, definitely, they're definitely the uh, team to beat. Yeah,
1: yeah, they they hadn't changed nothing. They're going to be they're going to be really good.
0: I agree. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. We are always more than happy to host you. You are more than welcome to come back anytime you like perhaps after richmond we can figure something out
1: yeah man sounds good well i I appreciate it and uh yeah anytime just give me a buzz
0: all right that sounds great hey have a great day and uh i'll probably end up talking to you later have a good one
1: all right man thank you
0: yep bye